Welcome to episode 62 of the Inside Jogging Podcast. Big show coming at you as we round up the week's results, go deep into some listener questions. Josh has got a session of the week and we've all got plenty of running in our weeks to talk about for once. But before we do all of that, in a week that saw the controversial Winter World Cup kick off in Qatar, a country that has many issues to address, let me welcome to the show a man who also has plenty of issues to tackle. How's life in the Welsh capital, Joshua? Yes, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to say about that intro. It's all right. It's um, was, there was a rugby game yesterday which caused absolute chaos, and it seems seems to be quite a, well. There is a quite a few recent uh, recently, but one thing I've noticed is Cardiff can't cope with, basically can't cope with the amount of people that come and watch them. Uh, who, who were Wales playing yesterday? I honestly don't. Oh no, I do know because they lost. Um, Georgia. They lost to Georgia. Yeah. Is she nice? <laughs> well, I, I was all I was trying to do was go to the gym and it added an hour onto my journey. So yeah, um, too thrilled. Not ideal. Let me welcome our co-host this evening, a man who has had more wins at market race at race course himself than he's had winners on any of his horse racing bets this year. How's life in the Lincolnshire capital, Shano? Yeah, life's good, Aaron. I have I've given up gambling now. It's uh, it's not one of my many skills. That's good to hear. Anything else been happening this week, Shane? Um, no. <laughs> Standard. Right, let's go into somebody's running week. Josh, you can kick us off. <clears throat> okay, so Monday uh, evening. So I was going to run actually I, I got the train um early on monday morning so i was debating running straight uh as soon as i got to the office about quarter past eight but i was pretty tired i've been up since like quarter past four um so i didn't i then didn't run at lunch and i really really didn't want to run after work but i did you get six miles six fifties um around that hilly hilly looping uh near the office i did with steph the week before maybe the week before that actually no, you're looking at the wrong day. No, you said, five. you said you said you woke up. Oh, why was that? Four. So what time I get the train? Oh, yeah, the train five oh seven train. Yeah, scrim. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was Monday. Just one run. I was meant to have two, and I moved it to later in the week, um, which we can come to. Um, so then Tuesday, um, Steph and I were going to run at lunch, um, but it was hammering it down uh, all morning, so. She didn't want to run outside, so we went to the gym down the road from the office um, and we just ran on the treadmill. Aaron's comment actually was quite funny on this. He said, how did you both fit on the treadmill? That did amuse me. Um, so I, I think this pace is generous. I did 28 minutes and it says 6.20s. That was up on my watch, um, but it was probably not quite as quick as that. I actually don't really know what pace I ran because I don't... Do you know when you just don't... Do you ever just not convert it? I just whack it on a pace. Just be like, I just do it. What, what right. number do you put it on? Uh, the problem is, I couldn't tell you. I, I can't remember. <laughs> it was, it wasn't six minute miling, and it was, it was faster, slower than sixes and faster than sevens. I know that. 
was it kilometers per hour or miles per hour? Yeah, it was kilometers. So 16 is six minute mile, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, I ran on the treadmill the day after. So um, it was slower than what I ran the day day, um, day after. Okay. But yeah, 620 is probably, it's probably around 630, 640 maybe. Um, and then in the evening, I had a session. So I went to Battersea. Um, so three mile warm up then three by two miles off two minutes uh, and then uh, I did two miles on the treadmill actually and even warming down as well so the reps were 10 minutes 10.04 10.03 and on all of these actually I felt pretty sluggish on the first off especially the first half a mile if not first mile um, I was sort of trying to five minutes down to half a mile I was looking at my watch some of them and it was like 5.15 I was like, I really hope that's just wrong. Um, but then the sort of the second mile of each rep was um, probably like four fifty five, four fifty seven, something like that. So yeah, I didn't feel great, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. That was off. Aaron looks like he's going to ask something. Yeah, yeah, two minute job. Now, I my um, actual question was was not about the session. It was so you went on the treadmill afterwards. Is that next to the track? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you've got the, the lever stuff in the by the track. There's a gym upstairs. Because um, I went and did some core um, with Ross and uh, Mohashi. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm up here now. I might as well just run on the treadmill rather than going outside. It was pretty chilly. Nice. It's good that you, yeah. got, you can just jump in on that. Um, I think I probably should have paid. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep it quiet. No one yeah. knows. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so no, that that was all right. Um, and then I did basically the same thing on Wednesday as I did on Monday. And this is actually quite funny because um, I pretty much got ready to run in the morning. And I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. It was hammering it down and raining again. Um, and I left. I was going to go at lunch, didn't go. And at quarter past six, I've jumped on the treadmill and done 10 miles. Uh, and that was about 6.18. So I kind of did like five miles at... Uh, Paced again. I'm not so sure, but but effectively, that's what it was on the treadmill. Do you find? I don't know if you get it on the treadmill. I have to stop, like go to the toilet more. Like I don't jumbles my stomach up a bit. I don't know if it go more because we go quite a lot as it is. So it's just the fact that you have to go somebody somewhere when you're on the treadmill. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't particularly like running on the treadmill for that long. And I couldn't watch anything because my phone kept sliding off. So it was just reasonably unpleasant. Um, and by the time I got home, it was like so late. It was like nine o'clock. Um, because I was staying at my uncle's last week. So, yeah, so that was like a bit of a grind, to be honest. Um, and then this is this is another run I was in the morning. I got up before work. And then a couple of stops before I was meant to get off, I was like, I'm not feeling it. So I just went straight to the office, walked into the office of my own stuff, got changed in the toilet, and uh, I did it in the afternoon. So it was um, eight by 1K on, 1K off, um, three-mile warm-up, three-mile warm-down. And we had a bit of a debate in our WhatsApp group um, for this on the pace because Rob said um, sort of half-marathon pace. And I sort of said, is that my goal half-marathon pace or my um, PB half-marathon pace? Because I knew Aaron or Shane would probably pick it apart. So uh, he said somewhere in between, which I then suggested 305s and he sort of said, yeah, start there. So average 304s and on the offs to about 340. Um, so on those offs, I felt pretty pretty chill, actually. Um, 
And to be honest, I felt pretty good for the whole thing. There was a few, it, there was an event on, on one of the corners and you have to run across a roundabout, which was pretty sketchy sometimes. So, um, yeah, that, that, there was a few times where I sort of had to back off and kind of let the cars go or um, something like that. Um, and on the first rep, I actually jumped in the back of uh, Jack Ray, who's doing some sort of tempo. Um, and that worked out quite well. So, yeah, then that was 16 miles in total, average 5.57. And then I got the train back to Cardiff after, which was pretty. Uh, six miles, 6.35, nothing really too um, report there. That was the run I missed from Monday uh, morning, and then in the evening, this was the run I was meant to do. It was just the eight miles, um, six fifty five. So I felt pretty pretty grim on this actually. I didn't leave till half six as well, so a bit late. You probably felt uh, felt grim because you finished your lunch run at one forty, and you went back out the door at six twenty. So yeah, yeah, might yeah, might be that. Um, what was that five? Five hour, less than five hours turnaround is not, not fun, is it? Sometimes, no, especially when you no, got a longer run to do in the evening. I was debating doing the eight at lunch, but she really couldn't be bothered. So I was like, ah, oh, I'll leave it. Um, then Saturday morning, um, I had ten miles, kind of a similar loop actually. On the light in the on the in the mornings, which is a bit nicer. Um, because the normal loop I do is pretty standardised in the week. So yeah, that was 10 miles, 6.05. And then kind of did a similar loop actually this morning for my longer run. Um, so I did 14 miles, six minutes. Um, so yeah, for the week, 87. So I had a bit of a shorter run today actually. I was meant to do 18 and Rob texted me. Um, something I said, just do 14 and then I've got an easier week next week as well. <clears throat> did you do a little bit less yeah. today because you're feeling tired? No, no, he just told me to. Okay. Solid week. Yeah. yeah, not too bad. Shane, I've got a question for you. Josh, you, you can answer it. Why? Because I do it as well. Why do we do sort of twenty minutes three mile warm up and three mile cool down? Is it giving us any benefit? <laughs> Subjective. Um, for me, mainly it's just to top up the mileage. If I'm honest, uh, a lot of yeah. the time. Um, sometimes, so when you like. Sometimes you're cooling down and you say, I'm going to do three miles and you're running, I don't know, 7.30. I don't know what Josh calls down at, but let's say for me, it's like 7.30s. All right. I'll tell you, I'll have a look. Is there any point in this? I never know. I don't know. I don't, is there like an, there must be an optimum window for cooling down and warming up, but I I just don't have a clue. I just settle into like Josh, 20 minutes, 20 minutes down. I think, look, when 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 it comes to actually marathon training, I think it's it can be quite a a novel little trick because if you've done a hard session, particularly a long marathon session, you're essentially depleted, like you're just depleted. And then if you've got to go into a thirty minute cool down, it's pretty miserable to be fair. Like it's not easy on the body, even if you're even if you're someone who normally runs at seven minute mile and you're running at eight minute mile. In. So it can be pretty novel to do that. I think if you're running short, if you're racing over shorter distances, particularly if you're a middle distance athlete, which includes really up to 10K, uh, depending on how fast you are, um, you can it can sometimes be a bit of a detriment doing longer cool downs because if you're depleted and then you're depleting yourself even more and you're not recognizing that, 
And then you've got, I don't know, just your, your typical week after that. Sometimes it, doing that too often, I think, can take you over the edge. So <clears throat> I think it's heavily contextual, but at the same notion, I think you can use it as a trick. Um, for the warm-up, some, sometimes, honestly, I'll do a 10-minute warm-up and I feel fine and ready to go. Other times I, I feel like so lethargic still. So sometimes doing a three-mile three, three mile warm-up, for me, actually, I just feel a bit better going into the session. But the honest answer is is mostly it just keeps you sort of topped up. It's nice to know you've done a session and you've got you've got a 14-mile day under your, under your belt. It's just it's one of those questions you always get from a a non-runner who's who you go, oh yeah, I'm doing this half marathon race, but yeah, I'm just going to do a three mile warm up beforehand. They're like, why? This, mm. To them, that's like a long run. Anyway, um, probably more warm, warm down. Yeah, yeah. Well, for, for the, reference, the, my, the my science. <clears throat> the science is basically a warm up helps you improve your perception. So if that's five minutes plus a load of drills, do five minutes. If that's loads of strides, if it's nothing. And the cool down, there's absolutely no correlation between cooling down and getting injured and all that stuff we got taught. So short answer is you don't need to warm up or cool down in terms of actual performance, um, but it's just preparing your body the best way you know how. Yeah. And Josh, my other question was about your session, your K on, K off. Did it feel... It's much nicer doing 304s, 340s, isn't it? Then you, you shared a, a session with me you did last a couple of years ago, and it was like 255, 320 or something. How much nicer is it running 304, 340, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, it, like genuinely. Because if you think some of the, the easy runs I've been doing, I haven't been so dissimilar to that pace. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it yeah, felt good. You should do more of them, Josh. Anyway, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, good week, Josh. Um, got nothing bad to say for once, so we'll 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 leave that there. Shane, have you got your Thanks. week in front of you? I can do. Yeah. Well, before we go into your week, Josh, of course, you're one week out from Paris, so that's why you're yes. easing off. Yeah. Um, when did you head out to Paris? Uh, I'm just going Saturday morning, and then I'm, I'm coming back on Monday actually. And I looked. It's um. It's near the football stadium, is it? That part of Paris. It's sort of out on the west, is it? Paris? Uh, it's south, south, I think. Paris by the river. But yeah, I think, is it PSG Stadium? Yes. Stade de France. Yeah, because Stade de France. Little, uh, I think that's a different stadium. I might be wrong, yeah. but I know. Um, Sorry, Josh, go on. I was just going to say, Isaac and I took some scooters last time we went. And we got to that stage and they were restricted. We didn't realise, I thought they'd just low on battery. We went about a mile and a half through the zone and they were sort of capped the speed and we had to walk them all the way back, which was painful. So that's the point we went past. So yeah, I remember it very well. Oh, Park to Princes, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. So you're in Boulogne Balance. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, That's, uh, that's what the half's called. Yeah, so it's it's where I'd say that's West Paris. Oh, yeah, actually, look, I mean, looking on a map, yeah, you're probably you're near, right, actually. You're near Roland Garros, the tennis place for anybody. Right, Shano, let's go into your week then. <clears throat> right, Monday. Typical uh, aim to do 70 to 75 minute recovery. I actually did an hour 24 and a half ish. You'll notice it's not the same on Strava. 
uh, did a head torch run with Tom in the woods and I just kept forgetting to start my watch. But I worked it out. Uh, I was about 11.6 miles, 7.17 pace. Tuesday, uh, gym in the morning or lunchtime or something like that. Um, then, and I'm starting in the gym now to work more on sort of some, some mid-back and rotational stuff because I'm very weak and I think that might be a link to when I get this sort of stitch in a race or possibly a, a theory. Um, so gym in the morning and 10 miles in the evening, 7.23 pace, and then did some strides around the track. Uh, Wednesday did a bit of a session, so um, sort of some tempo mixed in with some sort of quicker, shorter reps. Uh, so the session we set out to was 2K, 4 by 70 seconds, 2K, 4 by 70 seconds, 2K. Um, the loop we go around is it's pretty much a K, but it might be longer, it might be shorter, but it, it's it's close enough uh, for what we want to do. And it's a nice little loop. I quite enjoy it around there. <clears throat> and it's it's fairly traffic-free. Uh, that's the Suddy K loop. Tom loves it because it's right near his house. Shock. So, um, you are. I said shock that it's next to his house. Um, is it is it well lit then? It was for that. We well, we we obviously went out about uh, two ish or something, oh, so it was God. light. Um, I can't remember. I think we did it in the dark last year. It, it's not. It's not bad. Yeah. Are you running on the actual road or par? Yeah, on the road, and the the road's actually really good surface for most of it. Um, so quite nice tarmac. Um, so yeah, I felt awful warming up, and actually, you you asked the question about the warm up. We did a three mile warm, but honestly, I I think I probably should have done ten minutes. I felt horrendous. Um, but I quite often can feel like that. So um, I thought, well, I'll start the session, see how we go. Ronnie felt the same, and he managed, I think, two k, and then one seventy seconds, and then he stopped. Um, I sort of felt much better after the tempo. So, um, one lap into the first uh first two lap rep um i felt better and i think we did uh what did we do we did 615 for that then the four by 70 seconds the first set was about 437 to 444 pace um next and I, I felt like i was moving pretty well actually on those uh next 2k was 609 and then the um 70 seconds with 441 to 446 pace. So no real change there. Um, and I felt pretty good actually. And uh, so I was still just with Tom at this point and he was down to race uh, games with 10K on the Sunday and I'd never was. And I knew on Saturday I was going to be doing some threshold work. So I thought I wouldn't mind just putting my foot down a little bit and just um, see, like, because I was moving quite well on the 70 seconds. I thought I'll see what I can do for a longer rep. And I figured six minutes of hard work is, well, it's hard work, isn't it? Six minutes. So I uh, figured we'll we'll test that out. So I think I went through a K in about, uh, or a lap in about 255, 254-ish maybe, and then uh, finished in 546. So I actually felt really smooth and felt really good. Um, so it gave me quite a lot of confidence that I can be the end of the session, still feeling pretty fresh, and um, just pick up to something that I hope in a few months' time might be closer to my 10K pace. Um, so I was quite happy about that. I did a long cool-down. Tell for that, Shane. 
I've just entered Telford, yeah. So I entered after this session, actually, because um, my main aim is... This is why he's so up and about, about getting into the race. He's just finished a, a tip with a 2K rep where he's dropped a 250 at the end, feeling good. He's like, right, I'll take Josh on now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, the, the main aim is Valencia 10K. So we want to try and peak for that in January. And so Telford's, what, like four weeks before then? Um I honestly, I I really don't like Telford as a race. Um, it's I've just I find it quite an uncomfortable race to settle in personally, or my experience in the past. But I, I found that when I went off at four twenty eight for the first mile as well. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, I'm like five minutes for the first. <laughs> I get stuck behind people. Um, so but um, obviously my aforementioned stitch. Um, I suppose the only the negative of me not training very hard is I, I don't really uh, challenge my body in training that often. <clears throat> I, I also can't. I think I don't recover from it very well when I do that anymore. So I would like before Valencia just to get into a hard race, um, put myself in that uncomfortable situation and just see how my body copes. So I think I can run a PB. But that's not necessarily the target. I just want to get on PB pace and just see how we go. And then that'll give me four weeks going into Valencia where I, if I need to work on anything specific, then I, I can do. Um, I'm very aware I'm quite fit at the moment, but I'm not sure how fast I am. So the next sort of four, well, yeah, four to six weeks is to see how quick I can be. Um. So, yeah, and... So after that session, I figured give uh, give an email in, get into Telford and see how we go there. Uh, so that was on a Wednesday. Thursday, uh, yeah, 75 minutes and 41 seconds at 7.29 pace. So nice and slow. Um, on the Friday, a bit of a shorter run, so I did 50 minutes at 7.33 pace, which was nice and slow again. And on Sunday, I wanted to try something a bit new. So um, I did, uh, sorry, Saturday. So I did my long run on Saturday. And I did a session in the middle of it with uh, Bill Taylor's group, um, which was like a threshold session. So I did, uh, I can't remember, I did like a 40-minute run-ish before. Yeah, 43 minutes. So I ran for 43 minutes, uh, sort of steady effort. I think that was, what, seven Seven forties, six thirties, six thirties. Okay, sorry, I meant six. Yeah, six thirties. Um, I had to quickly go back to my car because it, it was wet and windy out on the roads, and I was freezing. So I ran in like a short sleeve and arm sleeves, uh, thinking I can jump straight back in straight into the session. It'll be perfect attire, and I was so cold, so I had to go change. Uh, to put a long sleeve top and gloves on for the session. Um. So when I got down to where they were doing the session, I caught them. I think they were roughly about halfway into their first um, into their first two k rep. So I did just over a k because I started running towards them faster, and then had to quickly turn around and latched onto a couple of lads there. So I did one k, two k, two k, two k, one k, five hundred meters. So that was the session I did. Um, and yeah, I felt pretty good actually. So the first one was just over one k in three twenty seven, I think. So I don't know. My watch said about five minute pace. The 
2K reps, I think I did in 611, 610, 6'11. Um I'm not sure if it was quite 2K. Uh just for a bit of context, we're running, you know, basically down a straight path for a wood. It, you've trained down there, haven't you, Aaron, with us before? Yeah, we did in the summer we did some K reps where we got our bottles stolen when it was like 30 odd degrees and we went back for a drink and someone nicked our bottles. Um, yeah, was that when you were training into was it Frankfurt in last yeah, marathon? Yeah, yeah. And I think um, the, it's not tarmac either, is it? So no, it's it's like um, it's, I mean it's not bad underfoot. It was a bit slippery, but it was it's like sort of hard packed uh, sand. Is it not sand? Yeah, it's like yeah. clay. Clay, yeah, clay. yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt really relaxed running that. And I mean, according to my watch. In terms of if that if there's any accuracy to it, it was around about five minute miling, uh, which is probably where my threshold is at. So I was quite happy with how it felt, um, just coming off the back of a forty minute run straight into it. So uh, what's the, why did you do a five hundred meter rep at the end? Th- that was just the session, Nate. So they had the group session was four by two k. Then uh, what Bill was doing was seeing how his athletes were and then doing a walk. 1k and then a 500 i did them just because it's just a bit of extra volume running with someone and i i don't even think i picked up and i mean the set i don't his k mark was probably not quite in the right place so that final k uh i got my watch 252 it it was absolutely not a 252k it probably more like a 310 maybe 35 um so um and then again the 500 meters some of the other lads just picked up a little bit I just ran the same effort, finished, and then did a long cool down with uh, Bill. And Bill was on the bike, and then Elliot was um, did that with me. So that's that final forty odd minutes. I think was like seven thirty odd pace. So all in all, I did nineteen point six miles, the longest run in a very long time. Um, two hours ten, six thirty nine average overall, which includes recoveries. Um, yeah, I felt pretty good. I was quite quite happy with that. I think I probably actually got a half decent half marathon in me at the moment. Um, if I've got the strength to hold it for that long, but that's not the goal. So the idea from now is to know I've got the fitness, know I've got the the tempo working, and um, just try and sharpen up a little bit going into a ten k. Um, what happens to to today's run? Today's run, I have just added it to my training diary. Got to upload it. Oh. Uh, I, did, I did 50, uh, 51 and a half minutes, uh, 7.26 miles, and I averaged 7.06. Winner. However, however, uh, my back really stiffened up halfway in, sort of mid-back, Um and I did have to stop and try and stretch it out. And it's quite sore now. So I'm going to see how I wake up in the morning. But I've done quite a lot of sitting at a desk this week. And also yesterday after my um, after my session, I, I went for a long walk with a dog, which was fine. But then I, like all, after, all afternoon and evening, basically, I just sat and did work. So I don't think that was very nice after a, a long session. And if I'd want to attribute any form of training to it, I suppose doing a session on the, as a long run, off-road, on a bit of a, an uneven path, maybe that contributed. 
Um, and I did also notice I've got a bit of a tight foot actually um, today, which is probably from running on on those trails as well. Um, all in all, uh, another 80 mile week, um, just under nine and a half hours worth of running. Um, but all in singles and had two shorter days. So the, the main change really is that slightly longer on a long run. And, and the session, I think I, all in all, I think I clocked up nearly 15 miles on Wednesday. So they helped to bolster your volume. And I, I normally respond quite well off doing 80s in singles. So I try to keep it that way. Yeah, that's your seven, seventh week in a row, I think, around 80s. So consistent. Yeah. Um, I think... It'd be good another week to go into your exercises you're doing in the gym. That's off a frequent question we get asked, so we'll do that another week. Head torch though, Monday. Was it Monday? You did the head torch on Tom? Yeah. Are you both wearing head torches or are you just using one? We did both have head torches, but we just used the one because neither of us neither of us were sure how much battery we had. So what, uh, what head torch you got? I've got an old, um, it's an SEO one, LED lenser. SEO, search LED. engine optimization. <laughs> yeah, search engine optimization 5.0. Uh, it's it's a LED lenser one. It's quite an old one, um, but it does the job. And to be fair, most of the time we're running in a group. If a couple of people have had torches, I don't really have mine. Yeah, fair enough. Good week. Another good week. So let me go through mine um yeah i think like you both said the weather last week especially i know the whole week was was dreadful and i know a couple of weeks ago you two were moaning about it i obviously didn't notice because i wasn't running now i'm running i feel your pain so it's not even that bad anymore last week <laughs> that's 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 here, i think we had it country quite bad so so monday it was raining a lot and we had the podcast to record, so I delayed my run for as long as possible on Monday, and it was still raining. So jumped on the treadmill at four o'clock. Got seven, got ten miles done at six fifty sevens. Didn't put it on six minute mileing like you, Josh. I think I just listened to a podcast. There's nothing on TV at that time. I was looking for some football to watch, but it's four o'clock on a Monday afternoon, and World Cup's coming, so there's no football to watch. So what, what podcast were you listening to? Um, Monday would have been inside running with Jess again. Yes, yes, she was yeah, doing her New York review, which was good. Um, recommend that. So, Tuesday it was even worse. So, you know, when so I was in the in the garage, and when I jump on the treadmill, I have my garage fully open and my treadmill faces out sort of onto my drive and I could see the see the road the water was being blown up the hill that's how windy and well it was I was like I don't even feel bad about this I'm just going to do a session on the treadmill because I can get some quality done so did you, did you even get a headwind on a treadmill then I, I got the, I get the breeze into the garage <laughs> so it's pretty good I quite like it but no actually I just send me I had to shut the garage a little bit because it was getting that my treadmill was probably in about a meter or so from the edge of the garage and my laptop was getting wet so i had to shut my laptop um so i did 10 but i did 
the 10 by K session I talked about last week where you go um, sort of 5, 10K pace then then threshold for the odd reps. And because of my threshold run last week, I wasn't too confident. So I sort of sandbagged a bit at the start. So I started out 308, 318. Then I went 37, 317, 305, 315, 303, 313, 302, 312. That was all off 250 metres, which worked out about 60 seconds because I just I just cranked it down to 13 kilometres an hour, which is about, what, 7.20s. But you spend most of that minute still running at a decent pace because you have to up it quite quickly. So that felt pretty good. The threshold reps felt comfortable. Um, I think based on that, I was like, do you know what? My threshold is actually probably more 315, maybe a little bit lower. So gave me some confidence. That was that was good. Wore Vaporfly, haven't worn Vaporfly in ages. And they're definitely quicker. I feel Which colourway? Josh, you're gonna hate it. They're Vaporfly's ones, they're the bright green ones. Oh, and they've done a lot of mileage. They came out in like 1998. Yeah, I know. Some of us have got children to pay for. But Keep I would it. say yeah. they're my favourite ones. Yeah, I've not actually had any Vaporfly 2s because I've heard they weren't as good and I've got loads of pairs of the ones. So. Yeah, keep yeah. them. Um, so that was, yeah, fr- I think I did three-mile warm-up, two-mile cool-down. So that was, what, t- 13 miles nearly. And then, so I did that at lunchtime and then I had to do the nursery run in, at, half past four so I jogged four miles across but the running to the nursery is always with the wind and slightly down so I managed 708s on that for 17 mile day um well, Josh would be pleased about that one Wednesday I went outside and again I put this off it was wet most of the morning I put it off as long as possible <laughs> And Jenny was going to pick Eliza up at five o'clock. So I was like, right, the nursery is down the hill. So I get, so I thought I'll just run the long way to the nursery, which I did. And it gets dark. So I went off road for the last half an hour and it got dark quickly. And like Shane said the week before, there was like trees popping out on me everywhere. And no, I, I was wearing Invincibles on a muddy field in the dark. Anyway, nine miles at 7.07s on that one. Thursday, I joined Philippa and Ruth, and Ruth has screenshot her pile of wet clothes on the floor to prove how wet it was. And actually, Josh, if you go into this run, it was not only raining a lot, wind speed on Strava which is always under doing it 23.6 miles per hour you turned into a Dalek I don't know what he said we'll just go if he agreed with me and said, yeah, so I said which, uh, which day was that one this is now Thursday I think he's having problems with his it's obviously wet and windy in Cardiff I did my session on that day um I jogged down to meet them. I think he's back. And 
I turned on Inside Running's Patreon show where they're doing the Building to Valencia and they always start with a song that they picked. And the song that Brady picked this week was J-Lo, Jenny from the Block. And my wife is Jenny and I sing that song to her all the time. And I got me, and obviously it was chucking it down, really windy. But it got me so up for that run that I actually did the first two miles thinking, I love running in the rain. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. I ran six, six forty nine, six thirty seven, and yeah, like you about to say, it's amazing what a song can do to you on a run. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so I yeah, I started quick, then joined Philippa and Ruth, and we we ran about seven forty ish, and then I ran back up the hill to mine, soaked. Um, so that was Thursday. Friday, I did same session as last week. 10k threshold so i did 20 minute warm-up jumped off the treadmill stretched out a bit for i feel okay today i'm gonna i'm gonna put the treadmill at 314s and see what i can do if it's only 5k i just do 5k and got 10k done all at, i didn't change the pace throughout it's kept on 314s and it was tough but but yeah 32 20 for 10k so that's pretty solid. About, about 10 seconds a K quicker than last week. So even if it is generous, it's still a lot quicker than last week. Um, and then don't, 20... you love, don't, you just love, don't you love when you're on the comeback, the the weekly difference in uh, sort of changes is awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, I think also the difference this week is by this point on Friday, it's actually it was pretty cold. It was about seven degrees outside. So the garage is actually warmed up. I did the first mile of the warm up in my, you know, those England jackets we got, Josh, the big yeah. ones. I, bought, I did the first mile of the warm up in that. Yeah, they're, they're very thick. And the week before it was about 17 degrees. And I think it was just some, probably a little bit, the difference in temperature as well helped. But yeah, I do like the progression chain, but that was good. So 11 and a half miles all in on Friday. Then Saturday morning, went out to join Ruth on her last big session for Valencia. Now, the weather forecast was ideal. It was like seven, eight mile per hour winds, just kind of cold, eight, eight degrees, not raining. What did it do? It was the chain warmed up in it. It was so wet. It was that right. It was so fine. It got you so cold and wet. So the session, so we did 6K out to this spot. And then I wanted Ruth to do 10K, kind of almost like a 10K race. And we ran 38.44, which was positive. I wanted a sub 39, so that's good. Then we had a cage, we had a little, a couple of minutes stop. Then we did a K jog and then went into six six K at marathon pace. And that 6K at mouth pace, the first 2K of it, I couldn't feel my legs. My thighs were just so cold and wet. Um, and it was so cold that the cool down, we did 3K cool down at 720s, which is rapid for for Ruth, who's just been running 640 for marathon pace. So, um, That's rapid for anyone, mate. But yeah, Ben joined us on that too. So that was nice. So we had a few of us out there splashing in puddles on Saturday morning but that's I think that was 16 miles in total and then I did a double 
for Josh. So I went out 5.30, soon realised that I know why I don't do doubles in the dark because it, every step of it was miserable. And um, I somehow managed to progress every K. So I'm, I called this a progressive easy run. And Josh has replied, this is recovery, not easy. Do you know what? A lot of people liked both of those comments. I said, this is tempo, which it felt like. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those runs where I thought I'm going to speed up so this run is done quicker. Yeah. So that was Saturday evening. I've I just liked Aaron's comment, so he wins, Josh. Thanks. <laughs> and then Sunday morning, around from here at 8 o'clock this morning, me and Ben did... 10.8 miles at 702s. We actually, one way out is into the wind and slightly up the hill, and then we got rolling on the way back a little bit. By rolling, I mean 640s for a couple of miles, not just rolling. Um, <laughs> it was slower than my first mile. <laughs> well, my, my comment at about two and a half mile into this run, so we started out 720, 717, 718. And I said to Ben, I... Do not know how Josh can do it. The day after you've done do, a session, do, how do you run? Do you not? Um, I couldn't run any quicker. But do you not? Do you warm up at all before you go out for a run? Because I probably spend like fifteen minutes just doing drills and activation. Oh, I haven't got time for that. Eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I do that before every run. Oh, this is your problem, Josh. You're too professional. Anyway, <laughs> that was my week. And it was, I want to say, 89.5 miles. So I win. You win. I'm back. Yeah, you win. He's back, oh. baby. So, big <laughs> like Shane, after the session Friday, I was like, I need to enter some races. So, park run next week for Drum time Drum roll. Then I've got a half marathon booked. I want to say, on the, was it the 16th of December? It was like the Saturday almost before Christmas, I think. Because I need a time to get into London Marathon by the end of December. So I need to run sub 72 and a half. So I'd like to think I can run about 70 minutes at Draycott Water Half Marathon, I think it is. <laughs> it was it was like the option of about three half marathons before Christmas. One was in the north, like some extreme of the country. The other was Milton Keynes, which I don't want to do again. And this was the other one. So it's in Coventry. It's not that far. I'll get it done. And then I've booked into Ely 10K on New Year's Eve. You love nice. My uncle's doing that. Well, if, had... if, you know, if the conditions are good at Ely, which it's in the fens, so they're never going to be good. It's It could be quick. And a bit like any race, you, if you get some people turning up, you can... So I'd hope... I'd like to try and break 31 there by New Year's Eve. So... That's the plan, and then build up to London by the looks of it, if I can get in. So that's that's my week. Um, Josh, do you have Strava leaderboard? Do you want me to go into it? Yeah, no, I've got it open. Oh, here it is. <laughs> um, so uh, leading the week, and we are recording at nine o'clock at the moment uh, on a Sunday evening. So there may be some people in different time zones, so, but I don't think it's going to change the result. This um, so, just, so, just so fast now. His his watch must be about fifteen minutes part fast because it's it's eight <laughs> where I am. You know, 
How's rounding? How's rounding? Different um, times. Okay, so Jasper, <laughs> Jasper the Flash, one hundred nineteen point one. He's top again. And lead woman is Christine with the melon emoji, uh, eighty nine point five. Lovely. <laughs> and she's just beating you, Aaron, on rounding. Oh. What position? And big, bigger, bigger news. Bigger news. We are over a thousand members. Oh, there you go. So, thanks for all the new members. I've 13th, you were thirteenth, Aaron. Thirteenth place. This is the highest I've been in a long time. Um, the listeners can let me win. Just, you've just snuck under the seven-minute mile and average as well. Oh, the teens are a good number, Josh. There's me, Andy Davies, Russ Braden, Josh Lunn. Name a better. There you go. Quartet. Kieran. <laughs> Kieran Lewis is in there. Anyway. Um, yeah. Right. Do you know what? Before we do session of the week, which is Josh's this week, I'll go to listen to question. And I hope you're ready, boys. I've got the boys to do some prep work this week. So question comes in. Hi, boys. <laughs> Long time listener. Always preferred Matt. But you boys will do. What songs do you listen to on your runs to get you going on the bad days? And it comes in from Rob Cook. So I asked the boys yesterday if they could find the top five songs for me. Top five songs during a run to get them going. And Shane forgot about it. So he did his about an hour ago. And Josh maybe read the message, but he's got his top three, <laughs> I think. So we'll see what happens. Um, Shane, you can kick us off. This could be quite a uh, an interesting mix. <clears throat> so the key, the key obviously is is when you're running. So I there's certain songs I listen to that you know as as Jenny from the block did from you. Just they 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 get you feeling good and want to run like Josh Lunn all the time. So my number one is definitely Duran Duran, Ordinary World. Good, and one of the main reasons. Is has everybody seen Layer Cake? Yes, I've heard of it. I don't think I've watched it. This so this song is uh, there's a there's a bit of a, a a graphic scene in a cafe, and this song is playing as one guy is pouring scalding hot tea on another guy's face. Um, so I don't know what that says about me, <laughs> but. That song, that that moment always comes into my head when I'm listening to that song, and for some reason it gets me up for it. So that is hands down my number one. The after this, I don't know. It's it's a tough mix. Um, I've also got Armin Van Helden, Wings. That's a dance tune. Um, that's from my Chavi days. Um, I've got Erasure, A Little Respect. Good. Um, I've got Josh might recognise this from his emo days. Got a bit of Feeder. Just a day. I nearly had feeder in just a day. Good song. On my shortlist. Great song. Now number five, it was a it was a toss up between um I can't remember who sings it. Who sings Gloria? I don't know. No, Laura, Laura is it Laura Laura Benning? I can't remember. Laura Brannigan? That's it. Oh, Laura... I can't help because I haven't heard of one of these. Yeah, I didn't think you would. You know how to feed her? I've heard of the band, but I, I couldn't name, I couldn't tell you the song, any of these songs actually. Ah, good, check them out. Yeah, we'll so, put, we're gonna put a, we're gonna put a playlist together to put these on Spotify, and I'll I'll link it somewhere for people. So yeah, it was a toss up between Gloria or Suede 
beautiful ones. And right now I'm listening to suede beautiful ones more. So that's that's made my top five. But I do have a list of like 15 in front of me. Yeah. Do you want me? I'll go through mine and then we'll Josh's yeah. last. Yeah. I, can't okay. wait. I can't wait for Josh's. I can, I can <laughs> separate into what one was, was best, but I do have reasons like Shane. So the most, the song that gets me going best on a run, and I feel like I can run a sub two marathon when I listen to this song, is Foles, What Went Down. And that ends incredibly. So get that on your playlist. Um, I'm going to change change the, the tone of it a little bit. So second, I've got Jay-Z, Forever Young just because it makes me feel young. Um, and I need to feel young these days. <laughs> I'll go back back into some Get You Going. Kanye West, Black Skinhead. Shane isn't a fan of these. He's shaking his head. Um, and then I've got Arctic Monkeys, Fluorescent Adolescence. I've heard of that one. And I wanted these next two in my playlist somewhere. So I've got I've got Eminem, and I and the the obvious one was was lose yourself, mm. but I wanted Ed Sheeran in too because he's my boy from Suffolk. So I've gone remember the name just so the rest of you can remember na- my name when you listen <laughs> to that song. So that's Ed Sheeran and Eminem. I did have that's a strong choice. I obviously number one for anybody who knows me is Miley Cyrus part in the USA. So. Josh, right, mine. So I, mine, I've got quite a diverse taste in music. Um, so what we're going to go through first is, and this, this, this does change somewhat, but there's there's a few constants in there. So I'm going for NF, let you down. Familiar with that one? No. NF, no, no absolutely it's not. It's a new or an old song. Yeah. Um, I would say. I wouldn't say it's old, but it's it is like probably a couple of years old. What, what genre? I'm just looking on Spotify now. It's got over over a million downloads on Spotify. Oh, sorry, a billion downloads on Spotify. Um, what genre? It's hip-hop. kind of like Eminem kind of vibe. It's just yeah, hip-hop. I'd say right. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's fair. Um, then one I'm listening to quite a lot at the minute is Gigs Time. That was quite good. Um, an album that dropped on Friday. I'm going to actually add this because I've listened to it on repeat quite a lot. Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Swift is more of a, uh, a work listening playlist. Um, it is, I'm actually even just going to find the name. Cause you know, while Josh I is finding that. literally listens to this. I mean, Josh I is finding it. that. Taylor Swift was my most listened to artist last year on Spotify and the year before. Yeah, that I'm proud of you. That's good. Miley Cyrus was mine. <laughs> um, so this is an artist called Meeks, which is like British grime, and this song's "Take Losses." If you listen to the start of that, especially if you've been injured, that is a yeah, very very good. That that will be a good um, one. That'll be a good one to play after a bad race. Then. No, no, no. It's going to be. I've already thought about this the last two days straight because I've been injured for so long. If next week goes well. That's going on repeat. <laughs> um, okay, and then we get to the ones which are the sort of the constants. So, N Dubs, 
as a whole is pretty pretty uh, consistent in there but specifically i swear that was very good and this one i went for a very odd phase and i i can actually picture the run with aaron um and it was with mike channon as well he was there i think i got my little brother on the bike and for some reason i had britney spears born to make you happy and i kept singing it in my head and we were doing yeah loud oh yeah we we were doing like massive marathon sessions i think there was one like 22 24 miles and it was just on in my head on loop the whole time so yeah that's um that's my five well that that's an absolute belter that to be fair so yeah very good nf i'm gonna have a look at this song sounds good yeah ns ns good the the one other that everybody needs in their playlist for the next couple of weeks is world in motion just all the english fans out there best football song hands down john barnes as well talk about nf john barnes can't beat him (laughs) no the best football song is it's on your head son not off your head son (laughs) right should we do your session of the week josh yeah, so this um this session is one, and there's a few variations. So the one I'm going to specifically talk about is one at Bedford. And I think it originally Jack um his uh Simon's son brought it back when he was from Florida State. Um, so it's effectively it's seventy seconds. So it's four hundred meters. Um, and it's seventy seconds for the efforts and ninety seconds for the recoveries. Um. And you can you can change the amount of laps you do. So maybe just, just quant- sorry, just quantify that as an effort because obviously seventy seconds, ninety seconds makes sense to you. So what is that? Um, okay, so that would probably be say like five k pace, and then plus twenty uh, ish plus or plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you just you you just do t- just plus twenty seconds. Um, for the for the four hundred, so effectively for for me that would be like four forty for the mile and six minutes for the mile. Um, so yeah, so you're sort of basically trying to run fast uh, on the harder reps, and then you're recovering at quite a decent pace. Um, so yeah, so we used to do this for twenty laps was pretty staple. Um, we got up to I think twenty six laps because um, you'd always finish, um, always finish your last sort of easy one, which ends up actually can generally be quite quick rather than 90. If you can stay to your pace, you've got better discipline than me. I can tell you that. Um, and uh, we've, we've done it a few different ways uh, when, I, when we were there. So um, a couple of times we would sort of do it as a cut down. So start at 70 and you actually go sort of two at 70, two at 68, 66, 64, basically until you can't cut down and keep the recovery the same. Or you can just keep it the same, um, same on the efforts. But then it's kind of similar as well to sort of what I did this week with the K on K off. You can do mile on mile off, um, and it's just basically keeping that recovery quite quick. And I personally, I pick the reason I picked the session is um, Aaron always sort of says I'm a good floating or good floater, um, and yeah, so I thought I played to my play to my forte. So more recently, I've I've been doing it with the sort of the mile on mile offs or even longer um longer reps and with a mile off yeah. um so yeah that's the session that's good i think it's become quite a common session especially k on k off has sort of become a marathon session that a lot of people have heard of i do like actually the 400 on off as a as an option because sometimes k on k off 
quite a big volume of a session and you just said you did 20 laps which is five miles worth of it but you're still getting a good yeah. session so you don't have to always do 10 by k on off and get 12 13 miles of work done you can do it in 400 shane you've used it a lot you call it a wave tempo don't you yeah yeah wave tempo uh some people call it in out don't they um I think the good, like, yeah, shorter pickups like that are quite nice. And especially as a 5K, 10K runner, you get a it probably averages out at, in between your two thresholds, I guess. It's a nice bit of fitness workout. Yeah. Yeah. The, th the thing I find as well is the fitter I get, the the quick ones don't necessarily get so much quicker, but I can recover really quick. Yeah. And I think th that that is a real good sign of fitness, how quick you can recover. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something actually, I look back at some of my training, um, we were talking in the week before um, I ran my 10k PB, and I think on the Tuesday before I actually did 16 laps of that, and I did sort of 70, 90. Um, so yeah, good one. Yeah. Nice. Uh, good, good point as well at the end, you can actually do it as almost a taper session as well, if you keep the volume quite low, it, it's a good turnover, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. Right, news. Um do you know what? I've just agreed with Josh far too much on this episode already. <laughs> There's got to be something in here we can disagree about. It's the Britney Spears. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, news. A couple of bits of news from the world this week. I saw Faith Kipyegon's going to step up to the marathon. So bring that 1500 metre pedigree. She's training with Elliot in Katsagat. So can she follow in his footsteps? Because Elliot started on the track, didn't he? 5,000 shorter. So, yeah, maybe one to challenge that world record in the next couple of years, I thought. Um, one for Shane. I know he saw this story in the last week. Uncle Chen, he ran a impressive three hours, 28 minutes and 45 seconds. You might be asking, why is that impressive? And that's because Uncle Chen, as he's affectionately known, did the whole marathon whilst chain smoking you see this you know it's funny two people sent this to me it's saying my dad could do it but my dad does like a bit of a smoke after nine man yeah but a 328 could set just yeah. minutes i think never mind the exercise chain smoking for 328 not not many people do that nowadays no so that's the, the thing you've missed off as well Aaron. he was 50 years old Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's 52. Um, look, I'm not sure how legit the whole of the story is, but we'll just say for now, that's what happened. So, well done, Uncle Chen. Let's go to some proper news. NCA's was on Saturday. I know, Josh, you watched it. I think Shane caught a bit at the end. Um, I watched it all. Oh, you watched it all? I missed, I missed the women's race. Well, I'll start with the women's race then. And... I think, well, from what I read on Let's Run, it was it was cold and a bit windy in the at the course in Stillwater in Oklahoma, which is um, OSU's home turf, isn't it? Oklahoma State's, yeah, yeah. And it was really a, a showdown between. Uh, how do you say a name, Josh? Tui. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say it. Yeah, T yeah. Let's go with that. It's spelled T-U-O-H-Y for anyone. Yeah, so Tui and, and Parker Balby. And yeah, it was pretty much everything you expected, really. And I think the main 
the main thing was Valby went out quite hard, didn't she? And I think Tui had to catch her. She, yeah, she basically went not quite from the gun, but she went. She had a massive gap, and about halfway through, um, Tui, we'll go with that. Um, sort of pushed on from that group and caught her. She caught with about four hundred meters to go, I'd say. Um, but yeah, fair play. She she went out obviously with one aim. So um, yeah, yeah, I rate it and. From a Brit's point of view, in 40th position, which I believe is all American, I'm sure it's top 40, not one, one to 39. Elsie Fauna got 40th spot, so she got all American. Um, you know, this all American thing, what's yeah. the relevance of that? It's just top 40, it's just say you're all American. I don't know, they have it in all sports, I never really understood it myself, Josh. Just say it. Yeah, it just makes no sense. If you say it with conviction, you mean it sort of knows <laughs> you know what you're talking about. I did I'm see some. Saying, I'm, all, I'm all English. I did, I did see a couple of results from some because uh, countries outs, well, that, that were yeah. in the NCAAs and it was like a regional thing. And then there was some results somewhere. The top 25 was all region. Yeah, you get all region and all conference. So. It's weird, isn't it? I think I got all conference. You got more than that, mate. All right. Um, on the men's side, this is why it's probably more relevant to a British podcast. Is Charles Hicks took the win, and Hicks was born in England, represents GB. He'll be back for Liverpool, I believe. So or, I'd be surprised. Well, he's definitely. Gonna... Let's put it this way: if I was him, I wouldn't be. I There's swear, no way they won't pick. Maybe him, I surely. maybe I didn't read that. I, I thought I read it anyway. Maybe we'll cut that bit out. But anyway, he took the win in probably the craziest race the NC's NCAA has seen in its history. Um, so for the first time in its eighty-five year history, there was a tie in the team positions. So. Oklahoma State and Northern Arizona both scored 83 points, which is ridiculously low for a six-scoring event. Um, five. Five-scoring. Five-scoring. I should know that, really. Um, considering I was six-scorer and didn't get in. Um, Josh, you watched do, it. Do you know what's interesting? Yeah, I was going to say, do you know what's interesting on that as well? So, uh, NAU won it on the tiebreak, and they actually changed the way the tiebreak's done this year. So, if it was done if the tie break was the old rule uh osu would have won what was the old rule there you go six scorer oh was it okay yeah yeah so this time it was like a head-to-head against positions and uh nau beat them three two yeah yeah so um yeah no i watched the race um nico young from nau came second eventually uh he went pretty hard probably with a k in um and him, um, Charles Hicks and Drew Bosley sort of were, they were pretty much on their own most of the race. Um, Drew did nearly get ca- uh, caught actually um, by the chase group in the last 100 metres, but it basically came down probably five, 600 metres to go. Um, Charles pushed on up the hill and Drew was first to go and Nico got dropped. Um, but then he actually got back on terms with him about 200 to go. And then you thought, if he's caught him, is he going to go straight past him? But um, no, Charles sort of kicked again as soon as he caught him. Um, so yeah, it was a really good race. He's run what thirteen? Oh wait, 11. 11. Yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. he's got? I mean, he's run a quick mile as well. 
he ran um like 401 in the at altitude yeah i think he's got the better kick but i think hicks looks so comfortable most of the yeah, way around yeah. i think he just had a lot more in reserves and obviously nico young was just absolutely spent so i think i saw they destroyed the course record to 2843 so for 10k hilly it can't have been that bad underfoot to run 2843 because it will be 10k pretty much bang on um and they, you know they, they went through they went through 5k in 1358 when i watched them split so connor mance in last year was it or march 21 ran about 40 seconds slower i think so he's just popped out yeah. 209 debut or whatever it was so not bad um on the other on the brit side rory leonard was 32nd running for osu so another all american on the, yeah. on the bricks Closer to home, there has been a couple of 10Ks and 10 milers on this weekend that I thought would give a shout out to. So, Brighton, Will Bryan, who did Road to Manchester with me back in in February, March time, he returned to form with a 30 33 for the win. Naomi Mitchell, 33 43 to take the win on the female side. Um, now, Gainsborough. The big Lincolnshire race. Shane, one of your boys took the win. Yeah, we had uh, Coach Ron winning 30-31, which was quite nice. We'll give uh, his full name. His name's Ronnie Wilson. Ronnie Wilson, 29-16, man. Off jogging. That's the key key thing there. He ran that off jogging, Josh. But you also ran 30-31 uh, today, not 29-16. 30-31 today, uh, which is pretty good. I think they, they had good conditions. It's a fast course. But more impressively on the women's side? Sophie Wallace with another PB. 33-17. Um, so she's doing well on those AD... Not AD, what they're called. AW uh, rankings up for most improved. Yeah. And um, uh, back to racing in a T-shirt. So, you know... Oh, yeah, must be good. Um, Derby 10 mile. Ben Connor took the win 49 32. Dougie Musson was runner up in 50 55. He's preparing for Valencia in a couple of weeks. Did eight, did 10 mile at 50 55, then did another nearly nine mile at 505s. So interesting session two weeks out from, from Marathon. Sounds like one of yours, Josh. Um, and then our man Carl Wellborn in tenth position in fifty one forty three. He gave some weird excuses on WhatsApp group about running into tape and through mud, but when Ben Connors run so fast on that course, I'm pretty sure Carl's just talking rubbish. We'll go for that. On the women's side, Charlotte Taylor. I presume that's Charlotte Taylor from Peterborough back fifty seven. Well, she's not for Peter, but she's from Spalding away, isn't she? 57-51 for the win with Alex Belcher in second, 58-33. Um, and then the other 10 mile I wanted to talk about was Brampton to Carlisle, 10. Was this Phil is Sussman. one that everybody needs to do. Phil Sessman took the win, 
Kieran Walker second, 49-28, who was also on that road to Manchester podcast. I like this course because it's downhill and point to point and the wind usually blows in that direction that course runs. So that is definitely one for me in the future. What do you two think instead of messaging each other? Maybe you can comment. Um, yeah, I mean, Phil's, Phil's split my PB left 10 miles. He split your PB? Yeah. Well, no, I split. Mm. I went, I, that's my PB for 10 miles. 48, 48. I'm, yeah, I'm counting the half. What half? Great North. You have 48, 48. Another downhill race. Yeah. yeah. Another point, point race with the wind. <laughs> Maybe something about that. On the women's side, Steph Pennycock, 56-40, took the win. And Annabelle Simpson, 56-45. So, close race there. I saw Ali Dixon return form. Olympian, 58-39 for fourth. So, so, yeah, quick times in in Carlisle or Brampton, wherever you want to be. Um, and, yeah, some decent times across country because we had a, a decent day's worth of weather today. On the one day, I only had a an easy run. Right, any other results or is that all we've seen, boys? No, that's all right, result-wise I've seen. It's, it's always tough doing it on a Sunday evening when you haven't got full results in front of you, but did what we could. Right, that's it, boys. Anything happening in your life next week, Josh? Um, I've actually got a week off work, so I've got an exam coming up. I think I've probably said that for about six weeks in a row. Um, so I'm going to be sort of sat in the library every day doing some studying. And then I'm going to Paris the weekend, uh, so half my friend. So do you want to have a we should we have a sort of not wager because I'm not doing it for money, but do you want to guess what I'm going to run? Shane? 6548. Go on, Aaron. Aaron's normally very good at this. 6612. Okay. I think you're going to go too hard. And now you won't, now I've said it. <laughs> no, 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 I will. <laughs> um, Shane, what's happened in your life? Um, I'm off down to London tomorrow evening for a um like a presentation uh by Dr. Nikki Key. She's a hormone specialist. So gonna learn uh bring some stuff back and explain to Josh why he's gonna stress fracture next year. Just quickly Josh, I, I have got another time written down for you, but I'm not gonna say I've got a better one written down. It's quicker. So I've got it on this piece of paper. Next week, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it there. And we'll... I don't need. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need your uh, YouTube to pump up my confidence. No, I wanted. I wanted to give you the inspiration to beat my time. That's what I'm trying to do. Good. Um, do, do you know one thing I actually forgot? What? England are playing tomorrow. Here we go. I, I was watch like, it. I, I was like, surely. So my week next week and the next three weeks is going to be watching football when I can. And England play Iran at one o'clock. When have I booked a meeting for? Two o'clock. I can't see you making this two o'clock meeting. I don't... Oh, oh, the thing is, I normally get quite, I quite like the international tournaments and I've been so uninspired by this one. It's, it's odd, isn't it? I, was, I mean, the opening game was earlier today, Qatar versus... Ecuador, which doesn't really set the pulses raising running. Did, and did what 
what was the score of that? 2-0. 2-0 to Ecuador. Yeah. There you go. Oh, so have they had to give back their money then that they uh... <laughs> And I think I think just being in winter and just all the stuff around it just doesn't make it. I th- I'm hoping if we can get through the group stages, which we should, World Cup fever will hit. I mean, because the finals the week before Christmas, what a night out that's going to be if England can make it to the final. <laughs> anyway, I, I find it, I find it just strange with the, um, with the timing, I could say. Mm. Yeah, well, obviously, this is only, England's only game is in the day is Monday. The rest of them are like seven o'clock. And then if, if they get through to the latter stages, most of the games are in the evening, our time. So should be fine. Um, so yeah, I can see you missing a lot of sessions then. Well, I just do do it around it when I um, and I've also got the big park run next Saturday. So same question to you two: What am I running? God, this is hard because you've been so unfit for so long. Um, fifteen. Say, oh, you go, yeah, Josh. I think, you go, Josh. Yeah, no. Well, that that was the first question. Which minute? <laughs> <laughs> Um, fifteen thirty-five. I think five-minute mile. Um, fifteen fifty-eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm unsure. Too. Disrespectful. Which I'm, which one are you going to do, Aaron? Well, probably Rutland. So it it depends on how windy it is, I suppose. But um, yeah. I think on a good day, I'm hoping I can run fifteen thirty, but. On a bad day, it could be closer to what I, you said, Shane. I just think it's going to be a bad day. It'll be I, windy, well, it'll be horrible. It always is when you want to perform. The thing about that course is, as well, even when I've been fit, I think I've only run like 15.08. So it's not like it's the quickest course in the world. I, I might do Peterborough, but I'll see. Anyway, I've got alpha flights now. Come up to Doddington, and it's three miles. Oh, yeah, I do Doddington. <laughs> anyway, that's it, boys. Have a good week, and we'll speak again next week. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'll see you later.